Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. This is another money show. Get set for another hour of the latest financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. JR and Anthony are committed to helping more Americans like you optimize their income, reduce their tax risk, and reach financial freedom. So let's start the show. Here are your hosts, Anthony Correo and JR Rochford. Here we are, your hosts, Anthony Correo, JR Rochford, taking a break from our day to day as financial advisors with. Rochford and Associates, a fully independent fourth generation family office right here in Sun City off of 98th Avenue and Bell. If you drive up and down that street, uh, take a look over by that urgent care. We've got a big sign that says another money show on it now. It's big and beautiful. And we had a friend of ours make it for us and we were very happy with the work. And what are we doing here? Well, we are here to bring you information you may not be finding on those other financial shows. We are aware the last thing you need is another money show, but we appreciate you being here. Uh, today, we got a, a lot of, uh, what's it, uh, abbreviations for you. I feel like that's uh, SDG and um, CEI and what's uh, what else are we talking about? ESG, so many, so many abbreviations. Yes, and today... If you're lucky enough to hear this show, I would grab a pen and paper. You know, we pride ourselves on finding something new for you every week. At least we try to, you know, we scour, we scour YouTube, the news, you know, we're looking for information to bring to you. And this week we've got a lot, you know, we, we like to have a few articles each week. So th these ones are kind of important today. So grab a pen and paper. And uh, as always, it's, it's good to do your own research. I mean, we'll bring something to you that you may not have heard, and then you might want to dig into it. I brought one thing to Anthony yesterday, and he did a little more research, and he found out that it's it's a little more sensationalism than it is something to be worried about at this time. You know, I, I read an article, and then I got a couple more about a possible, they're going to start monitoring how much meat we eat. And they're going to say that the reason for this is because of greenhouse gases and environmental friendliness. So the first article I read said Eric Adams, the mayor in New York, you know, he's a vegan. He's written a book about it. He's very controlling. You know, you remember Michael Bloomberg years ago was going to limit the size of a soda we could buy. He was going after big gulps. So this this time it's a little more serious because you you do have. Bill Gates buying a bunch of land. You've got these, you know, trains derailing. You've you've got fertilizer shortages. We're going to touch on that in a little bit too. So anyway, Eric Adams wants us to eat less meat because he doesn't eat meat. And they're going to, you know, basically control us. So Anthony's like, well, no, this isn't true. American Express and these, these companies are researching it. They're looking into it. They want to reduce our <laughs> Look at this. They want to reduce our carbon emissions from meat eating by 33% in the year 2030. So first of all, we have seven years. So have a good steak, grab a hot dog, whatever you do. But the whole thing, Anthony was like, well, no, they're just studying it. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, I get that. Well, but that was the article says they're beginning tracking food um, purchasing 
to cap um, cap residents in New York. They said that they're tracking and capping, right? And that's that was the sensationalism because that part's kind of scary if they think they can be doing that. But what happened was is they said that they're committed to cutting down by thirty percent, you know, by nine or uh, by twenty thirty. But there's and they. The scary thing is they are really they can do the tracking portion. They were working with these organizations like American Express and they're tracking meat purchases. But there's nothing yet yet, I say. Yet. Um, but everything is happen. coming the right everything's coming the same direction. I mean, you know, let me just read one sentence. Let's and we'll move on right away cuz this is really at least at this point it's not important comparatively. So, in order to cut all of that carbon Adams and his allies are imposing new caps on meat that, as the name suggests, will limit the amount of meat that New Yorkers are allowed to purchase. That's how they're going to do it. You're not going to be able to buy it and consume at public institutions and eventually within their own homes as well. So it's a non-issue today. Today, even if you're in New York, go grab a steak grab a big gulp and enjoy. But it's just the direction of this country, the, the putting your thumb down on the people, the, the amount of control that these local, national, federal employees have. It's just, it's a little bit too much overreach for my taste. I don't even like the fact that I found three different articles on this yesterday. You know, it should be something that we read and we're like, oh, this is crap. Move on. Who gives a, well, but no, all of this stuff is coming at once. So speaking of which, speaking of crazy and fertilizer, Another article, and we've seen several videos, apparently, <laughs> apparently about 60 tons, I believe it is, of ammonium nitrate wound up missing from freight cars that went from, I believe it was Wyoming to California. Well, that's the stuff that was used to bomb the Murray building. You know, I mean, when I first heard about this, I was like, one of two things, actually one of three things could be happening. One, nothing. Somebody thought the rail cars were full of cell phones and they want to steal them. I mean, I'm not sure how you <laughs> see this stuff and think, well, this is something I want to have. So it, it seems odd to me. But the the two, you know, tinfoil hat theories I had. One, we have been warning people for about, I don't know, since COVID about a potential disruption in the food supply. You know, don't forget, we used to talk about the railroad strike. We talked about diesel exhaust fluid over the year. You know, we've talked about all these things that could happen and what they would lead to is increased costs and possible supply shortages. And then all of a sudden food plants were set on fire, planes were flying into them, and then there were railroad cars that were going off the rail with chemicals in them. And, and now this huge amount of fertilizer that can also be used as a bomb is missing. And the two thoughts I had, one, this is, you know, if it's, if it's a long range situation, this is a whole bunch of fertilizer that's not going to get to farmers and that's going to further disrupt our food system. The second thing I thought, here comes some sort of a false flag event, you know, and I know this is a financial show. So how does that affect my finances? I promise you it will. If you've enjoyed the Teflon Dow and you think that your 401k has been pretty darn tough in light of, you know, possible World War III and all that stuff. So it, it will affect you. We have to be on the forefront of these black swan offense, <laughs> offense events for a reason. We have to make sure our clients, our family, our friends are awake, aware, and nimble. Because if you have to go safer in your 401k, it's best to do it right away. 
Most people, it's going to take a day or two to realize what happened. Then it'll take a day or two to get off the couch and make a call to Vanguard or Fidelity or whatever. So we want our people to be awake for all this stuff. But anyway, moving on from fertilizer, the next story, and I'm just buzzing through these because there's only really three articles, Anthony, that you and I need to spend time digging into, you know, where people need a pen and paper. So the, the other thing that came out this week that was a little bit outside of what I was watching, here's one article from the Washington Times. Senate issues at least 50 satellite phones as security measure. And again, I start researching and I find several more articles that say the same thing. Why do our elected officials need satellite phones? If you're listening to us, you probably know what a satellite phone is. You know, a regular cell phone. If we have a false flag event from, you know, ammonium nitrate or something, the cell towers can go down. They can be shut down by the authority, or they can go down on their own if they're set on fire or blown up or whatever. So satellite phones, they, they get their, their reception from satellites, as the name suggests. So you would literally have to have a high altitude EMP or something of that effect to get rid of the satellite phone usage. Uh, you know, how do I tie this to finances? Who's paying for the satellite phones? You know, I mean, I, I have, you know, my little micro thought, who's paying for all the cell phones for the people that are guests in our country right now? I heard recently that that fund where we're paying for cell phones for people is coming out of the social security fund. I can't find a way to vet or verify that, but if that's true, that's really, really wrong. But anyway, so back to the satellite phones, who's paying for them? I believe the taxpayers. I'm just guessing. And why do they yeah, need them? I mean, of the payments, who really cares? They're going to buy 50 satellite phones with all the billions that they're giving away and the fact that they haven't raised the debt ceiling and we're out of cash. Like, is that even an issue? Yes, because you know what? What's the what's the camel's back? The last straw, every little straw that gets added on, you know, I mean, here and there, who cares if Noah, the weather people are buying billions of rounds of ammo? Who cares if Social Security Administration, all these people are buying ammo? It's, it's just it's just billions. You know, we're dealing with trillions in the world now because I care because every and each satellite phone is like a thousand dollars. So it's it's not exactly, you know, nothing, you know, a, a, a regular phone. A regular phone nowadays can be a thousand bucks too. These satellite phones are a thousand dollars and they like the minutes are some, I don't know, probably 90 cents a minute. They're really expensive, but, and like you're saying, that doesn't matter. I mean, if anything that ties more into the missing fertilizer and chemicals, if they think there's going to be unrest, that part I would be concerned about. I don't care about $50,000 when we're talking about billions and trillions. See, and I do as a matter of principle, I think, I think everything adds up and it's just one thing after another, every day, something new comes out where our money's being spent ridiculously, by the way, the next article I'm going to reference is going to talk about that a little bit further. So, and, and yes, I mean, I, I won't go too far, but wake up, you know, just at least question why right now our Senate are buying satellite phones. It's either a they're worried about another January 6th and wherever they are, they at least these things can ping. Because, you know, if your cell phone goes down, if the towers go down, so does your GPS. With a satellite phone, it does not. So the government can find their employees if there's a, a problem. But yes, I mean, all this potential explosive is missing. You know, Russia had a little tangle today, by the way, is May 24th. As we record, you probably will hear this on the 27th or later. So hopefully uh, at noon this time. Hopefully at noon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Cool. If you tuned in last week, we had a client come in yesterday and she's like, your show wasn't on last week. I was, oh, that stinks. 
Shout out to Linda. We love her, Linda. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, they played it at one. So did you at least hear that? And she's like, no, I changed the channel. I think she said that she went to watch golf. So it's yes. funny because listening to our show is like watching golf. If there's not a channel for grass growing or paint drying, at least you can listen to our show or watch golf. <laughs> Sorry, golfers. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just but kidding. At least, uh, what are we? We're going to replay last week's episode. If you did miss it, we're going to replay it after this one. Correct. So, yes, yes, they're going to double up our episodes on the 27th. And then I can't do math. So the following Saturday. So you're, <laughs> you're lucky enough. You're, you're at a point in history where our misfortune turns into your gain. You can hear another money show two times in a row <laughs> this Saturday and next. So, yeah, if you missed it, go ahead and listen to it or find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. So to that finish up the satellite phone thing. Uh, you know, today's the 24th. Yesterday, apparently Russia had a little tangle with a couple of our jets again. Uh, you know, I didn't even see it on the news last night. So who cares? You know, yeah, yeah. Russia, World War Three, blah, 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 blah. Mass singers on tonight as we record. So more important. Anyway, um, with the phones, to me, it's a matter of principle of the cost. But the big issue is why and why right now. They referenced January 6th. January 6th, if I'm not mistaken, was over two years ago. I would have ran out and bought those satellite phones on January 7th. But, you know, who am I? You know, I'm, I'm not a representative. Uh, another article. I know I'm blowing through the articles because, Anthony, we're going to dig into a couple of them. Jim, our producer, Jim, sent us an article about why cash is king for emergency funds. This, this article is good. We're in a short window, potentially, of really good interest rates. So if, if you really got angry with what you had in the bank for years and years, getting 0 0.01, 0 0.08 right now, and your banks still aren't paying all that fair, but go into a money market, go into you know another product and you're getting decent rates. So I think it's a short window. I don't think this is going to last forever. But the thing is, this, this article Jim sent, it's a really good time to bulk up for your emergency fund and your short-term savings. The thing I disagree with the article I would go more actual cash. This article is saying, you know, checking, saving, CDs, money markets. I would go, I would still talk to JR and Anthony, conveniently located in Sun City, about short-term insurance products. We have a one-year. It's like a CD alternative. It's one year. Then you get a 30-day window. You can roll it. You can take the money out. You can roll part of it and take part out. You can do whatever you want. And our rates are really, really good right now. So, but anyway, this article from Jim is, it's a good idea. Plus it's out of the bank. I mean, that's the biggest thing. The rates aren't nearly as important as not getting bailed in. Again, if you listen yeah, to any true. of our past shows, we play videos of the FDIC saying that the public needs to be aware that bail-ins are a real thing. I mean, we've just had four massive banks close in the last couple months and it's gone. It's out of the news again. As if everything got fixed, everything's fine again. You know what? We need to dig out that South Park clip again when he goes in to invest. And <laughs> I am a it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving right along. And Anthony, I know you hate it when I rush, but you know, there's no reason to spend a lot of time on, on what I gathered for today. You know, we'll talk about one more and then we'll get into some heavier stuff. So here's this article from Reuters. Biden unveils new $375 million military aid package for Ukraine. And I came across that. This was on Sunday. Apparently that's a business day in Japan. Well, today, you know, Sunday for us was not. But anyway, he uh, Biden was in Hiroshima, Japan, May 21st. 
and he's promising to give Zelensky more money. It says here, it says here, meeting with the Ukrainian leader on the sidelines of the G7 summit of world leaders in Hiroshima, Japan, Biden said the military aid package included ammunition, artillery, <laughs> armored vehicles, and training. Are we in a proxy war with Russia? I mean, can I, you know, Bringing ask a silent question? I mean, you know, Russia said don't get involved, United States. Well, this, you know, when you start doing training and artillery and armed vehicles, and and I continue together with the entire G7, we have Ukraine's back, and I promise we're not going anywhere. Biden told Zelensky that is really loyal. I actually really respect if Ukraine is an important partner to the United States. None of us really knew anything about Ukraine until a year and a half ago. But if, if that's really a, an important life partner to us, I'm glad he's so loyal. So in the meeting, Biden stressed his country's readiness to help build Ukraine's long term capacity to defend against and deter Russian aggression, the White House said to that end. Biden discussed U.S. support for a joint effort with allied and partner nations. Which, which ones? I need to see a list there. To train Ukrainian pilots on fourth-generation fighter aircraft, such as the F-16, it said. Those bad boys are expensive. By the way, Anthony, when I was stationed out at Luke, I actually I, I worked in the hospital, and I weaseled my way into what was called a initiation flight. Then I got a incentive flight. I got a, I got to ride in an F-15, uh, Eagle, an F-16. It's qu quite entertaining. Really? I need to dig up those videos sweet. for you. Yeah, we went upside down in sunny Moa, Arizona. And the the last pilot I had, wonderful man, Lieutenant Colonel John Lear was his name. And he said that he's noticed that he's not gotten me to throw up. <laughs> and I was like, and you won't. When I was young, I was, I, I didn't get seasick or I didn't get, problems like that. And he really tried his best. I've got a video. I'm, I'm obviously in the back seat. He's in the front seat. And oh, geez, Colonel Lear, what a lack of trust. He should have let me take over the wheel for a while. But anyway, he said he his mission that day was to make me vomit. And I had my little bag and my flight suit on. He didn't do it. He actually, he's saying, I'm just geez and mock this and mock that. I'm like, mock you. I'm not throwing up. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a video of it. I've got a video where you can, it's grainy. You can see out the, the, you know, you can see where you're going and stuff. It's really cool. You can see me upside down. I am giggling like a little, you know what it's, it was, it's really funny because the more this guy tried to get me to lose it, the more fun I had. So, yeah, I'm surprised I haven't he, seen that. I don't, I don't think I knew that video existed. I've known you yep, a very long I've time. got it. It's on VHS tape, but I've got it. I need to dig that out. So we have I no way to, to watch it. You've got a VHS, but no VHS. Uh, actually, I know in you, I know you do have a VHS. I have a beta machine and a VHS machine, and I've got boxes of beta movies and VHS movies. Jeez. So back to Ukraine. All right. So that is great. You know, so we're loyal, and I think we're actually at war with Russia. We're just doing it through another, you know, like puppet. So, but, but here's what hit me. I read that article on Monday morning. And I thought to myself, self, Janet Yellen keeps talking about June 1st as the debt ceiling. So here is Biden in Air Force One or whatever it is in Japan using thousands of dollars to get there. I know, Anthony, who cares? But it all adds up. I'm just saying everything's money with these politicians. But anyway, so he's in Japan promising another, oh, it's only $375 million 
which is only what roughly a third of a billion dollars. So anyway, and I thought to myself, so this, I'm reading this literally two weeks to the day prior to when we are supposed to run out of money. And what does Yellen threaten when she's on the speaking tour? She threatens social security payments. She threatens veterans pay, active duty military pay, disability pay. You know what she doesn't threaten? Ukraine's pay. Let that sink in. So if we, for some reason, hit the debt ceiling and it takes a day or two for them to, the little children to fight it out and make sure we avoid a default, keep in mind, you know, while you can't have your social security check, Ukraine can have some training and their artillery and their, their F-16s. So I, I know I get passionate about this. It just, you know, what's wrong in this country? Right is right. Wrong is wrong. And everything we've done, you know, the last, I'd, I'd say 15 years, everything we're doing, we're trying to make bad news, good news, good news, bad news. The people that work hard are getting punished. The people that don't want to work at all are getting rewarded. You know, it's, it's just, it's horrible what's going on in this country. And we focus more on the financial side of things. That's why you never hear me go political talking about borders or, you know, any of that stuff. So anyway, we are really trying to keep this financial. If we hit the debt ceiling, go back and listen to this episode and at least know that I'm urging you to be upset. You know, what good is it going to do? Absolutely none. You're going to write your congressperson. You know, you're going to call your senator. You know, first of all, if you ever get a call back, let me know. I have written letters to people. I did get some form letters back. I got some back from Mark Kelly not too long ago, some emails. So I'm sure there's a staff of people that return stuff. I have made phone calls over the years. I have not yet received a return phone call, but maybe these people are busy. I don't know. So Anthony, the debt ceiling, do we need to go any further on that this week? Or do we just let that go? Because, you know, I mean, we're two weeks out, you know, they're fighting. Well, I mean, again. here's the thing is we, we hit the debt ceiling. We just have lingering cash to be able to pay bills. Like we've already hit it. So the good news, right? The best case scenario for the public is they just let it, they get rid of it. They're just, we're going to rack up as much debt as we can until we crash as a country. That's the best case scenario because they're not putting any plans in place to get things fixed. We're not fixing a problem. We're just going to let this Ponzi scheme keep running as long as people are out there still buying our debt, which is mostly the Fed. So the Fed is out there releasing money and then we're just buying it back from ourselves because that's how economies work. If you run in a circle, you know, there's, there, there's no logic to any of this. The supply, the demand, the capitalism, it's all kind of crap. There's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm don't so say tired crap, of it. You're mini me, dude, you're mini me. Mr. Uh, there's always been something to worry about. Well, there has always been something to worry about. And we got through it, but I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll get through this too, right? Just What money do we have, Anthony? You said we still have money, you know. No, we don't. We're 31.7 trillion in the debt, in the hole. We don't have any money. Broke is when you have no money. We're not broke. We're actually way worse than broke. And, And the world is, I know I don't need to hit on this today. We didn't even allow time for it. The world is telling us they don't trust our bonds anymore. The world is telling us they're done with us. You, even Mexico, our neighbors to the south, want to get in on the BRICS nation. The BRICS, they're, they're having people apply now. I read an article about a week ago, and I guess I should turn it into a, a topic for the show. It, it's talking about all these countries 
that are trying to get part of the BRICS. They're trying to make the BRICS like basically a, a global financial union. And Mexico is one of them. So Jeez. send us, I mean, it, it's insane. The, you have said before, world reserve currencies have a date stamp. They only last so long. We are past a normal expiration date of a fiat currency. And by the way, fiat currency, the dollar, completely worthless. It's only worth whatever we deem the value is. It's not backed by gold or silver as it was constitutionally supposed to be. So you know what they're going to do to us? They're going to bring in a new fiat currency. It's going to be digital. It's There's no way around it. It's kind of like when I talk about, I haven't, you know, I referenced the 10 pillars. The 10th pillar is civil war. The end of this country is civil war. We fight, you know, black versus white, gay versus straight, haves versus have nots. We fight. They've pushed us at each other. You know, the media has just wrecked this country. And what happens? We split up. We have some states that are one side and some states that are the other. It's not going to be pretty. So the end of this doesn't end well. It's closer, I think, than I used to think. I think it's actually, I think people are fighting more and more. They're, they're, people are angry when they're driving. It's just weird out there. And what really stinks, people need to help each other. We don't need to go through what we're going through. We have gotten so polarized. Obviously, the, the caveat to all this, it's the political landscape that has just pushed us so far apart. I don't think we can ever get back. You know, whatever little term you want to use, we can't put the genie back in the bottle. We can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's just everything's wrong. You know, let's do this. Why don't we take a break? Because the couple articles that are important to me, I really, really want people to hear what we have to say about them. So let's do this. Let's take a break. You know, don't forget, stay tuned after the show at one o'clock Arizona time. You'll get a second one. So our shows on the 27th and the following Saturday are going to be on at noon and one o'clock right here on 960 The Patriot. So reach out to us. Give us a call. If you're old school like me, I'll be sitting at 623-523-0444. Or as the young kids want you to do, reach out to Anthony at team at anothermoneyshow.com. Make sure you find us on Spotify or Stitcher or Podbean or Amazon or Google or any of those things. And thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. We will be right back. You're listening to Another Money Show. No, that's the name of the show. Another Money Show. At Rochford & Associates, we know the road to financial freedom is not a straight path. And the journey is different for every family. And in times like these, we want you to feel confident that you're safely on track to meet your retirement goals. We want to ask you to prepare for economic chaos. We want you to prepare for bank volatility. We want you to insure and protect your assets with a smart plan. Our team can help you make the most of your hard-earned savings using strategies that are right for you. I want more people to sit down with us. When we talk about a financial plan, it's different for every person we meet. We tailor make our plans. Schedule your no obligation consultation today by calling 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. Rochford and Associates, veteran owned and proud to serve Americans like you. 
Thanks for listening to Another Money Show. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Another Money Show. Thank you so much for being with us. You've got Anthony Correo, J.R. Rochford, and Jim Terabokia here. So a couple things. Before the break, I teased you a little bit with some important articles. I'm going to tease you just a hair further because there's a couple things I do want you to kind of keep your eyes open for. You know, the, the big things we've been harping on them, the debt ceiling is is coming right at us. You know, the banks, yep, still an issue. Pull your money. First come, first serve. FDIC is broke. They only have about 1% of coverage <laughs> on your 250000 or under. If you're Mark Cuban, don't listen to me. Tune this one out. I know you're hearing. So, But if you're anybody who has less than millions of dollars, yeah, grab some of that cash because that's, that's not over. So go to FDIC.gov and poke around. Look for the DIF. So it's it's going to scare you. A um, couple other things that are going on. Do you remember, Anthony, a few weeks ago, I brought up, what if we have another virus? And I said the word Momberg, Marburg yeah. virus. Mm-hmm. I read another article this morning on it. And they're basically the article. And it's it's the crazy people. It's the tinfoil hat people, the underground YouTube people. So I, I don't know, but I, the word came up again and I was like, well, that, that'd be perfect. If we're looking for a black swan event, any kind of huge explosion because of ammonium nitrate, you know, obviously in LA or whatever, in a big city, or if we have the, the Marburg virus, you know, first of all, that would panic people. You know, we know that a bunch of people got vaccinated over the COVID. What if there's a new vaccine? I mean, that would all start again. You know, we had toilet paper shortages. The toilet paper shortage of 2020 was funny. It ain't going to be funny if it's a food shortage, but whatever. Yes. With this virus. I mean, maybe this is look at what it did to the stock market. I mean, it skyrocketed. It nearly doubled. This is a great excuse to raise that debt ceiling without any, uh, or without any stipulations. I mean, and then what do you do then? Because at least now, right, they, they had no ammo in 2020 because interest rates were practically nothing because the Fed doesn't actually care about this country and just cares about feeding free money to these corporations to fill their CEO pockets. So, yep. I mean, so what happens then? I mean, they could they could just print a bunch like they did, or they could actually drop rates to zero again, which I think would take a lot longer to fix, but would take a lot less time to fix is printing again which would lead to more inflation and also to raise that debt ceiling, um, which is just says that we have no, we have no way to manage our money. We can't manage our money as a country, but we're going to bank on the fact that you don't care and you're still just going to give us money. That's exactly. You hit it on the head and you know what really sucks. You will be collateral damage to a society that deserves to have major changes. Most people are unaware of what's going on. Most people are unaware of any of this, you know, or even worse, they're aware and they're not doing anything about it. I mean, we sit down with people that are like, oh, I know all these things, but you still have all of your money in the market. You still have all of your money in the bank is like, oh, I agree full hearted with everything you're saying, yet I'm going to do absolutely nothing to set a foundation and to protect myself. I'm just going to let it happen to me. I'm going to learn nothing from the dot-com bubble. I'm going to learn nothing from 2008. I'm going to learn nothing from March of 2020. Wow. Good point. Yeah. We run into that all the time. I wasn't thinking of those terms. I was just thinking into how many people are tuning into their television for the mass singer tonight versus how many people are looking to, 
you know, really see what's going on behind the scenes with all this weirdness. But you're right. We have people come in the office all the time. You know, mostly people we've known for years and years. They're so used to me saying things are amiss. It's like, you know, the, the sky is falling, you know, chicken little. But unfortunately, <laughs> everything I've said that I've been early, it's all coming together at once. So, yeah, you're right. Well, we, you. We've got clients. Yeah, personally, a lot of our clients, I would say, listen to us and have known that you've been calling this for a long time and are seeing it and they're here. I mean, I don't mean our clients. I would say a lot of them are doing all the right things, but we have had people just, you know, either not really that have listened to the radio show, but they've heard about us and come and talk to us and be like, oh, yeah, we agree. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know what I know? I know that the government is going to drop AM radios from vehicles. Have you heard that? Another no. just a, just another sideline that I'm watching. I've been hearing it for a while. I, I get emails saying to reach out to your legislators and tell them do not do this. You know, do not mess with radio. It's funny because AM radio in cars, they know who listens to it. Me. You don't. You're 30. You listen to music. I am their target market. You have to be about 55 or older to really enjoy Amory. And I know I'm stereotyping, but in general, the people that listen to it. So that's where all the conservative talk is. You know, if they keep you watching TV and listening to music, you're not hearing that they're trying to get rid of AM radios and cars. And I know, big deal, who cares, you know. But if it happens, it's going to change the landscape on who's hearing what. So to me, it is a big deal. It's a big deal because all of this is coming at once. So that scares me. So with all that said, I want to dig into two articles that you and I went over yesterday. Let's air this out. This is where people should have a pen and paper. And then we'll get to some solutions, time permitting. We, we took on this platform to sound alarms. We didn't take this on as a sales platform. We are fortunately having some people come in and sit down with us. Some of the people we can help, some we cannot. It, our whole thing, we want you to be proactive, not reactive. We want you prepared, not scared. Now is an outstanding time to, to do this. We're still okay as a country. Whether we will be in a year or two, I'm not so sure. I think the stock market's too high. I think the housing market's too high. I think there's too much money in the banks. I think some of these things might change. You know, it, it's on a small scale. If you're having a really bad day, hang in there. Tomorrow, it'll be better. And don't get too cocky if you're having a really good day because tomorrow's going to suck. <laughs> so life cycles. And right now, we are still in a really good time for you to know what you have. If you have an old 401k, let us look at it with you. We will always be honest with you. We don't care if it's under a million dollars. If it's $250, bring it in and talk to us. We are not going to charge you. We are going to take our time with you. So we want to help you. Hey, there's, um. Clarify. by the way, sorry to cut you guys off, but JR, you mentioned something there about life and just in, in general, and it made me laugh. I want to just add a little levity if I can here for a second. Um, there's a, and Anthony's right around my age, so he probably remembers this when the WWE was really riding high back in the late night. I think you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Anthony's um, smiling right I'm now. I'm already excited about this. <laughs> there's a, there was a Vince, famous Vince McMahon promo. He's in the ring and he's talking to the audience and he says uh, at the end of his promo, 
life sucks and then you die. And <laughs> I always see that on Instagram and that JR, you mentioning that about life cycles, you're exactly right. I just wanted to add a little levity to what you guys are talking about here. And if you're my age, just so you understand what Jim just said, it's kind of like at the end of the Lawrence Welk show when he's like, that's it for today, folks. <laughs> Liberace, when he closes the piano down, you know what I'm saying? For people. Wow, now you're dating yourself. All right. I'd like to date myself. I'm a good looking man. I'm <laughs> I'm a cute, short, fat little man with with male pattern well, baldness. Don't I sound like a treat? Yeah, I want to go back to because you said, you know, we've had people come in, some we could help, some we couldn't. Not necessarily that we couldn't help, we can help everybody. It's whether or not it's with us. If they're if people can do better things that don't involve paying us, we will tell them to the, do better things that don't involve paying us. Or if they need to pay down debt, or if they're not in place to just be putting away for an investment. You know, it's not like we turn anybody away. You know, we had ladies come in a while back trying to buy bonds. I was like, that seems terrible for your situation. You know, especially because I think that was right before rates skyrocketed and bonds dropped dramatically too. But it, know, it was during it. Yeah. We gave great advice to them. And I even said to them, which probably shocked them. I said, you can walk out of our office. We're in Sun City, any corner. You're going to find another financial firm. You know, get yourself into the big banks, Wells, B of H, Ace, financial advisor, black suit, white shirt, red tie, highly polished shoes. They will sell you every bond at their disposal. We think you should wait and buy bonds when there's a better time. They had some credit card debt too. We're like, holy cow, pay that down. We just made you 18% on your money. You're not going to beat that with bonds. You know, maybe they'll come back one day. Who knows? I'm sure they did go to another firm and buy bonds though. But you know, yesterday- I'm happy. We're not here to tell people that they're they're smart and with their money and that they're correct and how they want to invest. Our advice is, or, you know, our job is to give advice. Whether people take it or not, my job is not to tell you you're correct. And it's not our money. It's your money. Whatever makes you feel like you're doing what's right with it, you have to do. All we can ever do is brainstorm with you and be a second opinion to you. And that's what we do. We had a woman in the office yesterday that, you know, because we were talking about in her situation, we she should put a little cash at home because things are weird. She should probably, <laughs> speaking of bonds, she had a bond fund. We're like, you, you might want to shift this into a fixed product with an insurance company. And she said, well, is, is that all you do? She was making sure that we could be full service. Anthony, you have your property and casualty license and you only use it to insure your own vehicles. I love that. You didn't do it so you could start selling. You did it so you would know what you're doing and do your own vehicle. We are certified to sell long-term care insurance. You, you have your, your securities license. You're a fiduciary. You're younger than me. So I keep focusing on you because you're the future of the practice. I was, and we're like, no, no, Anthony, you know, you sit with Anthony. If you want to talk about managed money, if you want to talk about the exciting, the ETFs and all that stuff, you sit with Anthony. We just think now is not the time. We think there probably will be a better time to have that discussion for her. So she's like, oh, that, you know, that makes sense. You know, why is it not the time? Let's get into those articles. Oh, look at you segueing right into what's important. Uh, hold on a second. I think Janet Yellen's on the phone. Tell her I'll call her back. All right. Um, so to these articles. All right. I don't even know how to dig into this because this is going to be a little bit heavier than what you're used to. Quick shout out, Michael C. in Sun City. I never said his name last week. You know, Anthony, you said I say his name too much. I, I think I would be flattered if somebody said my name every single week on the show. He gives us so much information. 
Well, once in a while, there's a trifecta. I have a Michael L who lives in Phoenix. I've known him for a long time. My son used to play football with his son. So I've known this guy a long time. And then we have a friend named Julie who's in, I think it's Nashville, Tennessee. She's in Tennessee. And all three of them sent me the exact same information all within a couple hour span. So I thought, well, we better talk about this. You know, it's, it's great having the show because people are now trying to make sure we have no downtime on it. So we're getting tons of information. Anyway, Michael, Michael and Julie, thank you for this. So here's where you need your pen and paper. We want you to look up something called SDG. What that is, not STD. Don't look that up. You'll get totally different websites. SDG is Sustainable Development Goals. So we get this article on SDGs, and then I get a follow-up link from one of those three, and there, there's a what website we need you to go to. It is www.betterthancash.org. We do, if you reach out to us individually, we can send you a video. So we've got a video that talks about SDGs that does a lot better job than we can do on this but go to betterthancash.org and start researching this SDGs. So the bottom line, I think we might've been missing the boat a little bit, Anthony. We are bracing people for a potential war on cash. It's been going on for a long time, but now it's, it's crunch time. We have been kind of telling people what we think is going to happen without a crystal ball, obviously. So this is one man's opinion maybe even one and a half if you look at Anthony being such a mini-me now. So we think there's going to be a stock market correction, a real estate cool down, and then a slowdown, and then probably a turn. And then there's going to be a bail-in where the banks basically say, don't panic, your money's safe, but you can only have so much a day. Well, that could never happen in this country. Well, it happened in Greece. I mean, I, I don't think you can go into a bank in Argentina right now and pull money, you know, Brazil, Venezuela. I don't know. I think it happens all over the world. It just and our hasn't FDIC happened here. said we need to be prepared for it. So what more warning do you need? They said, said it themselves. Yes, we played clips from the three and a half hour meeting. If you reach out to us, I know we still have movies, the baby boomer dilemma. We have the 23 cost cutters of 23. We have all this stuff for you. That's all normal financial planning stuff. You know what else we have for you? The three and a half hour video from the FDIC saying, do you think the public is ready to hear this? that we might actually on a Friday night after five o'clock Eastern standard time, close the doors to the bank, have a bank holiday. And then you can only have so much a day. Don't panic. If you go back and you read your depositor agreement, when you put money in to a bank account, savings account, CD, whatever, it's all short from treasury. You realize you give them your money. They have fractional reserves. They can loan your money out a bunch of times. They don't have any money. We've been told a bunch of times recently from bank people, they don't have any money. They, the reason that they're not, they're not giving you money easily. They're making you make an appointment. The reason they're giving you a hassle, it, it, yes, it's because they don't want a bank run. Yes, because the government is clamping down on them. But you know what else? There's no money. So do with that information what you will. I would still say first come, first serve. Get your money out of the bank before the bail-in, not after. So bottom line, we thought that there was going to be ushered in a central bank digital currency. We thought our government, you know, they, they got Fed now starting July 1st. We keep railing on Fed now. Is it the digital currency? No, it is not. But is it the system on which the digital currency may run? Yes, it is. Underneath that is blockchain. 
you know, a lot of this, today's like a summary episode. We told you about executive order 14067. We told you about that. We told you to look it up. That was over a year ago now. How many of you looked it up? You know, we've, we've had some questions. People call us and we explain it to them. So Fed now, 14067, central bank digital currency. Boom. All of a sudden, just last weekend, three people give me information on SDGs. So basically, I'm going to read just a couple. I know Anthony hates me reading to you, but I have to because I'm not smart just enough to do tell them to me. Tell me the news. I'm you not telling you. Okay, I'm going to read it so naturally you're going to you're going to think it's my words, but it's not. So based at the United Nations, the Better Than Cash Alliance is a partnership of governments, companies, and international organizations. A couple examples like Bill Gates. You know, it's a nonprofit thing. Bill Gates, you know that guy? Um, buying up all the land in this country and and we will eat crickets one day. Um, Target, you know, going real woke, you know, all the world going real woke. So um, corporations, <laughs> this man, I'm reading this. I'm like shaking. This is, this is freaky because the light bulb went off over the weekend. This is what's really coming. International organizations that accelerates the transition from cash to responsible digital payments to advance the sustainable development goals. And I, and I, if you go on that website, it won't take you long to poke around. It's a really, really friendly website. It talks about how there's 80 Alliance members and they're all big names. You will know Unilever. It, it says here 75% Alliance advisory focusing on women. Um, okay. If the country, if the world is 75% women, then spend 75% of your time making sure they're okay. I, I, what this is what about prioritizing women have to do with a currency. I don't know. It, we're back to this inclusion and the underserved neighborhoods, you know, the underserved folks. It says here, adult, it says there's 1.4 billion people that are still financially in, in, excluded. What does that mean? I don't know. What is there, eight or nine billion people on the planet? You know, this, this must be talking about Pakistan and, and, you know, some caves and stuff. It's definitely not just the United States, but we're still the powerhouse financially of the world, you know, maybe followed by Germany, then China, then India. I, I mean, uh, who knows? But, you know, and by the way, Jamie Dimon, Jamie Dimon came out this week and said the next shooter drop is going to be the corporate uh, real estate. We've touched on that in months past, but sideline. So Jamie Dimon, is opening up Chase community branches. So those are going to help the underserved communities. We told you we don't like the big three. We don't want you to have any money at Wells, B of A, or Chase. But guess what? We have shifted our talks when we meet with people individually. Now we don't like the credit unions and the, the regional banks and the small community banks because they are too small to not fail. So yeah, the ones that are going to stay. We are, don't like them. We're just we're more worried that they're going to be a target. Yes, so I don't want to do say like, like that because we would still prefer you keep money there. But if there is this collapse, right? The things that took down those four major banks, you know, SVB. Um, what it was is them owning all of these bonds and treasuries. But when interest rates went up, they all lost their value, right? That's yes. not special to SVB. That's every single bank yes. is suspect to that. Yes. Every single and one. You really want to freak people out, tell them to take their pen and paper that is in hand, as I've asked several times, and research derivatives. 
this is one of those things, the more you research it, the more dumb you will feel. You know, the reason I'm not so scared about artificial intelligence, first of all, this country, you know, they, we need more intelligence, but anyway, um, back to this SDGs. So let me read a couple more things about it. Digital payments contribute to building a strong foundation for the sustainable development goals. When digital payments are swifter, safer, more transparent, and more private than cash, they enable access to vital growth opportunities like energy, water, and credit. Come come on. I read that and I was like, well, that, is that your mission statement? That's really, really nice. And then I thought about it. How in the hell are they more private than cash? When you get on the website and you read that, maybe you you reach out to us on our YouTube channel or in person or whatever and tell me, you know, cash, if I go to your house, Anthony, and I want to buy something, even something the government doesn't think I should buy, you know, like, like jujubes, are those still a thing or gummy bears? You know, uh, I give you cash. That's pretty darn private. You know, I can go to a garage sale. I can do stuff with cash. So they're saying this is more private. How, how dumb are we? You know, I bring up the military reference all the time. Stop peeing on my leg and tell me it's raining. I'm tired of you people. So more private my butt. Okay. Number two, they enable access to vital growth opportunities like energy, water, and credit. Explain that one to me too. How we have a system that works. You know, people can say, well, the healthcare system's broken, the we're a drought, the water, it's all broken. It is broken, but it's fixable. If people would wake up and we would have people that cared about the country and would take care of us and not just be this big bloated machine that does nothing but spend money. So we have systems in place. We just need to get the government out of the way. That's how I see this whole thing. We we need to hit the debt ceiling. Screw your debt ceiling. Hit it. Default. Well, it's never happened before. It'll be catastrophic. Good. You, do you want a slow catastrophe over your lifetime, Anthony, or do you want to rip the bandaid off? Let's have a ca catastrophic event and then let's get the government out of the way. This is the strongest nation the world has ever conceived. We are the toughest, strongest, smartest people on the planet. Get out of the way. Get rid of 90% of the government and then make us safer. Let us do our thing, our innovations. We're going to save this country. All right, you know, slow down. I do want to read one more thing from this website because I really hope people get charged up like I am and they go on this website and they start looking at this because this is what I think is coming. It's not the central bank digital currency. Well, it, it is to start perhaps, but we're going to one world financial system and the administrators, I thought it was going to be our government. I thought it was going to be the 87,000 IRS agents. No, it's going to be the UN, the United Nations. So do a little research on them and see how you feel about them in your neighborhood Chase Bank. All right. The world is rapidly moving towards digital payments. The COVID-19 pandemic tripled digital transactions from governments to citizens. Technological advances such as artificial intelligence and distributed ledger technology are transforming the digital payments landscape. In this context, it's crucial that digital payments will unleash everyone's potential, especially women's, and enabling impact, scale, and sustainability. Uh, what? I mean, what? I warned people. When the COVID money, you know, that people made light of it and they called it a stimmy check, talked to people that are like, oh, you know, I'm getting this free money. Nothing's free. You're paying for it when you fill up your tank today at $4.60 a gallon. I warned people. It was weird to me 
that that people, we, my household, we received a check and we had to, you know, cash the check. We also received a debit card. It looked like an EBT card. Why? Did, why didn't we get two physical checks or two physical cards? We got one of each. They were tracking who cashed the checks, who didn't, who went to the bank with the, the debit card, who didn't. They were watching all this. This was all in works years ago. So, you know, wh- why is artificial intelligence so scary to me? Is it because they might, you know, kidnap our kids and grandkids? Or is it because AI, the reason that people that developed AI to make our world easier, they're all stepping out of the way. It's because they see what it's going to be used for. It's going to be financially revamping the, for global control through the UN. So, and and lastly on that sentence, holy cow, sexism, racism, the total shift in the family rules the day. So this this whole currency, I, I don't want to go too far here. I don't want to get. What censored. is any of the things you just said? That last sentence. What is anything? What does that have to do with currency? It's going to affect you directly because if you are a woman of color, you are going to get more in your account. If you are a white male, you are going to get less. Sorry. I'm just throwing out the actual bottom line. And I know people that listen to us are women, men, gay, straight, black, white. I understand. You know, there's good people in every gender, race, everything. I get that. I'm just telling you, there's going to be a big shift and the people that are in control of it, they're going to pinch out some people and you are one of them. I mean, oh honestly, God. it's, I would, I love to argue that topic with you all the time. Cause you've said that before where you think, you know, the digital currency, different people. If you're gay, you'll get social more credit scores and whatever. Absolutely but I was just like literally reading this, it says, you know, on their website, responsible digital payments. What does that mean? Responsible. Number one, treat Depends users fairly. You know, ensure funds are protected and accessible. That part makes sense. Prioritize women. That that makes no sense for a release. Then you're on my side. Then you're on my side. That? Yeah. Why are they gonna why is this 75 percent? based on one gender. It doesn't make sense. No. So I, yeah, I would like to go further with that. you on this on our own. Anyway, um, you know, I hate to say this. We're, we're running the clock out. I, I let, why don't we commit to next week, having a big chunk of our show on solutions. Let's talk again about hard. Well, I mean, we still have that other article, Jim. I, I think we got a little bit more time left than that, don't we? Based on the original countdown, because we still have even you haven't talked. I was about just about that. to hit on it. Yes, while geez. people have a pen and paper, I was just about to say the last article, and we will go over this in more detail next week. But it, you know, Anthony mentioned the CEI that stands for Corporate Equity Index. Then I want you to look up HRC, Human Rights Campaign. So. I know we don't have time to dig into it because we will wrap up in a minute, but do write down corporate equity index, the CEI and the human rights campaign, the HRC. And we have a wonderful article. We are going to dig into it. Help me commit to this, Anthony. Next week, we're going to break down this article. We might add a few more articles and then we are going to, we are going to do solutions. We have to get, but you know, we give all these problems. We have to start giving solutions. Well, come, come talk to us in the office, right? I, this is a news show. This isn't a buy our product show. So if you have questions, we can help protect you, but this isn't. You know, we got these articles, we got this news. I can't imagine most of the people listening have heard of this better than cash.org. They need to right away. Yeah. Now. I think it's but coming anyway, at us, but I think all that starts this summer. Go ahead. Yeah, no kidding. All right. So that's it for today's show. If you like what you heard, you have questions about any of the topics today, 
or want to sit down with us to review your personal situation, you can reach us at team at anothermoneyshow.com. Find us on the web at anothermoneyshow.com. Um, you can also give us a call, 623-523-0444. The number again is 623-523-0444. Uh, Another Money Show can be found wherever you like and subscribe to podcasts. It can be found on our website. If you do want to reach out to us, remember there are no minimums. There's no cost for appointments. There's nothing to lose by getting a second opinion on your financial situation. Until then, we will see you next Saturday right here on noon on 960 The Patriot. Thanks for listening to Another Money Show. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit anothermoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Rochford Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results.